Welcome to this 3-Minute Trend Talk for Tuesday, February 7th, 2023. I'm Mark Scheffler, CEO and founder of Appleton Group. Well, in case you're in a hurry, here are three things to know right now. First, 2023 is off to a solid start for both the markets and our managed strategies across the board. That's not surprising since markets had put in a floor back in early December, and we've been invested more assertively since then. Second, last week's blockbuster unemployment number was a real shocker. More than a half a million jobs created last month, despite massive planned layoffs in the tech sector. You'd think that'd be good news, but it's not. I mean, that's what the Fed is going to have to keep on doing to hiking rates in an attempt to control inflation. And lastly, if you wanted me to give you one reason for the Fed and Congress to do everything possible to get inflation under control, I'll do you one better. I can give you 31 trillion reasons. Okay, let's jump right in. In the weakest sectors of the the economy last year are the best performers out of the gate so far in 2023. That'd be mainly tech, which isn't a surprise to us at all. And it's no surprise that last year's best sectors, mainly big oil and big pharmaceuticals, have been trailing badly. January is often a month during which large institutional investors rebalance their portfolios, which means that often laggards are bought and leaders are sold. But what happens the rest of the year will be all about the health of the economy. And speaking of that, last week's job number was wild. More than 500,000 jobs created, which isn't at all what the Fed wants to see. Unemployment is at its lowest rate literally since I was born, back to 1969 levels. And unless the Fed gets ahead of this jobs wave soon, it'll set the stage for a return to the legendary hyperinflation of the 1970s. History never repeats itself but it sometimes does rhyme. The only thing the Fed can do now is to raise rates. That's their only tool in the toolbox. But hey, Congress has a powerful tool that I think they've got to wield, and I mean soon. To return to an environment of wage stability, Congress will have to raise the payroll tax. For sure on all new hires starting now, and probably on all existing employees. But can you imagine the political blowback to that? I can see the attack ads now. So-and-so voted to kill jobs. So-and-so voted to raise taxes. So-and-so is killing the growth economy. Yeah, necessary, but not likely. Okay, lastly, if you needed me to provide one reason to do everything possible to get ahead of inflation, I'll do you one better. I'll give you 31 trillion reasons, which is the current amount of U.S. federal debt. That's a big number. But it wasn't a big deal a year ago when the interest on that debt was small. But with interest rates now soaring, the Federal Reserve, or the federal government rather, is set to spend more than $800 billion just paying interest on that debt. And we're on track for that number to balloon to more than a trillion dollars in interest next year. Friends, that's more than we spend on defense, which is approximately $700 billion right now. The last thought I'll leave you with is this, and I think it's worth considering. If policymakers thought that the war in Ukraine had anything whatsoever to do with the Ukraine itself... I think they're completely missing the most important piece of the puzzle, because I think the war in Ukraine was about setting off a wave of rising energy prices, which creates inflation, which raises interest rates, which exposes Western economy's biggest vulnerability. It's the debt. And this shouldn't be a conservative versus progressive struggle. It's far more universal than that. The massive debt that Western economies have accumulated has been used to make the economies bigger, which has caused us to become even more dependent on those countries that produce energy, like Russia, and that's a vulnerability that has the potential to create massive budget shortfalls as we all struggle to pay the interest on that debt. That's going to hurt social spending, that's going to hurt defense spending, that's going to hurt our farmers and manufacturers, and it's not a right versus left thing, but it's 31 trillion reasons to stay flexible, my friends. 
So that's it for today. Until next time, I'm Mark Scheffler with the goal of helping you spend as much time as possible on the right side of the market.